0: welcome back to another episode of Living Your Holiest Hot Mess Life. Today we are going to 1 Chronicles. I know, I know the Chronicles, people usually skip them or think they're a snooze fest, but there's a lot of good stuff in Chronicles. We're going to 1 Chronicles chapter 13, and we are looking at the last two verses in the chapter, verses 13 and 14, and actually, I was about to say, and they read as follows, but I guess I'll give you some context. Um, The covenant box, which is where the Ten Commandments that God had given Moses was, David wanted to move it and bring it um, to Jerusalem. And so they went and they got it and they were in the process of moving it. And a lot of people know the verses before what we're focusing on for today about how the ox stumbled and a man named Uzzah stretched out his hand to like balance the box. And God became angry that Uzzah had the audacity of touching this holy box. And so he killed him for touching the box and he died right there. And David was just, like, beside himself because he couldn't believe God punished Uzza when Uzza was just trying to keep the box from falling. But I always thought it was a lack of faith in God. Like, it's God's box. He's perfectly capable of taking care of it himself. But then David was scared. and He didn't know, like, how can I now move the box if, like, somebody touches it and they're going to die. So in verse 13 and 14, which is where we are, it says, so David did not take it with him to Jerusalem. Instead, he left it at the house of a man named Obed-Edom, a native of the city of Gath. It stayed there three months and the Lord blessed Obed-Edom's family and everything that belonged to him. I feel like we gloss over these verses because so many times we focus on like the whole Uzzah death God's anger thing, (laughs) but I really wanted us to focus on these two verses because I felt like God was pointing out to me the fact that we have this man named Obed-Edom, right? And he lives in Gath, and David just leaves this box there with him. So Obed-Edom had to have known what had just happened, that Uzzah had touched the box and that the Lord um, had killed him right there. And I don't know if I were Obed-Edom. I don't know if I'd want this box in my house. (laughs) Um, I don't know how I would feel about that. Like, what if they're small children? Are they going to bump into the box and God's going to kill them? So I was just thinking about how Obed-Edom had to make space in his house for God. He had to make space in wherever he's living um, for this covenant box. And I was thinking about You know, sometimes we have to make space for God in our lives, and sometimes it's not comfortable, and sometimes it might be a little scary even. And so I want us to pause and reflect, when is a time where you've had to make space for God? And we'll be right back. So when I think of what it means to make space for God, I think about how... um, For some of us, we don't wanna get up early to spend time in prayer, or we don't wanna get up early to spend time reading the Bible. Uh, it, It dawned on me the other day, that I used to think people were crazy for getting up like anytime before 6 o'clock in the morning for anything. And then I realized I just spent a whole year getting up at 4.45 in the morning, (laughs) because I wanted to have enough time to read my Bible, to work out, to pray before I went to work. And I was thinking, goodness gracious, I'm getting up before 5 o'clock in the morning. That's craziness. But that was me making space for God. even like if I overslept or if I was tired, whenever I honored the fact that I wanted to make space for God, God always blessed me. And we see that here in our text, right? That Obed-Edom makes space for God in his home for this covenant box. And it says, and the Lord blessed Obed-Edom's family and everything that belonged to him. And I don't want us to miss this. That when we make a sacrifice, when we step out on faith, when we make space for God, Whether it's in the time of our day, or whether it's in our finances we're making space for God and doing something with our finances to honor God, or whether it's in acts of service that we're honoring God, or whether it's in sacrificing on a Sunday when we're exhausted and going to church for an extra service, or doing something extra for God on a Sunday, or extra for God on a weeknight. Whatever it is that we're making space for God, God blesses us for that. He blesses us for our ability to prioritize Him and put Him first. So I want to encourage us that I'm sure Obed-Edom wasn't thrilled when David showed up with the covenant box, especially on the heels of what happened to Uzzah. But I want to encourage us that when we have the opportunity to make space for God, Let's be bold and courageous. Let's be hopeful. Let's be positive. Let's be making space for God with great expectation of how God is going to bless us. And we're not making the space to get the blessing. Oh, but Edom, there's nothing in the text that says that he wanted to make this space for God. It just says that this is what happened. Remember, David's the king. He can do pretty much whatever he wants. So when we recognize that there are times in our lives that are gonna be uncomfortable or maybe even scary, But when we hold true to God and we make space for him, he will bless us. And I think also it's interesting in our text, it says, it stayed there three months and the Lord blessed Obed-Edom's family and everything that belonged to him. So they didn't just, God didn't just bless Obed-Edom, it blessed Obed-Edom's entire family. And when it says everything that belonged to them, it made me think of like, maybe he had cattle, maybe um, he had um, crops whatever it was, God was working it out and blessing Obed-Edom for his willingness to make space for God. So I pray that as we live our holiest, hot mess lives, we will think about what areas of our lives can we make more space for God? Can we spend more time talking about him and encouraging others? Can we spend more time reading our Bible? Can we spend more time in prayer? Can we spend more time praising and worshiping him? Can we spend more time in service? Can we spend more time in tithes and offerings? I mean, more money and tithes and offerings, what is it that we can do to make more space for God? Let's pray. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Lord, we thank you and praise you for who you are, for your goodness, your grace, and your mercy. Lord, we thank you that when we make space for you, Lord God, you bless us, Lord. You honor our efforts, Lord God. And Father God, we're grateful for the example of Obed-Edom who... Whether it was willingly or not, he made space for you, Lord God, and he kept your covenant box in his home, Lord God. And we pray, Father God, that just as you blessed Obed-Edom for his faithfulness and for his willingness to make space for you, that you will bless each and every one of us as we live our holiest, hot best lives, seeking and striving to find more time, more finances, more service, more ways that we can make space in our conversations and every aspect of our lives for you. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. God bless you. I pray that this was a blessing for you. I pray that you will like, share, and subscribe. And that you'll come back to hear more tips and strategies of how to live your holiest, hot, mess life. God bless.